people like people like games. episode 38 of people like games what's going on i'm solo and i'm lilo and this is the show uh if you cannot tell by the sound of my voice i am sort of losing my voice feeling under the weather not feeling good today a little under the weather um but in that case uh i am going to be uh, seeding the mantle of predominantly taking up your ear space to Lilo. Hell yeah, more of my Ooh, voice. Let's go, let's well, go. Exactly, so pretty much that's about that. Um, other than that little set aside, we also want to just follow up with my sickness also happened to sort of mess up the introduction of our new segment. Pushing it back one more week, but whatever, what better way to do it? then to start it in june so i like june as a month yep i have a preference for it wonder why any particular reason (laughs) and i'm gonna try to edit out my coughing but if i don't too fucking bad sorry that was a psa (laughs) anyway psa baby and the psa now being over on to the prologue (laughs) of this here little podcast uh, <laughs> you can find us over on twitter at people like games hit us up say what's up you can find lilo over at lilo at p well at lilo plg on twitter so hit me up there and absolutely and you can find me at dot plg solo follow all three hit us all up we're gonna start getting active on that we're gonna start uh, you know, find us because we do want to start featuring listeners. So um, we're going to post up more about it later in the week. So uh, be sure to follow so you can find out more about that. Yeah, you know, we're on Facebook and, now too. So that's pretty legit. We've been posting our shit on yeah. Facebook. Uh, obviously, you know where to. F- We've been posting our shit on that's Facebook. That's true. That's true. We've been posting it up, but it's been blowing up a little bit recently. We got but fuck, a couple follows. It's pretty nice. I just put that shit up there to put that shit up hey, there. Hey, we so. got it. Exposure, baby. Exposure. Exactly. Where else? Uh, you got you to dance with the devil sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got to uh, do it. But yeah, you can find us obviously on SoundCloud, which is where you're listening to us right now. <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes. Um, what's it? What's that one? Anchor, Anchor, there you go. Google Play, yes. Anchor, iHeartRadio, there you go. Everything, uh, I, I'm, everything but fucking Spotify and Title. Mm-hmm. I have hope that by episode fifty, we'll be able to get over there. I'm sure they have an episode limitation, but if they don't and they're holding out, open the gates. We're gonna be forced forced to break them down. No, let us in. Let us in. All right. Now that we got the normal plugs out of the way i'm gonna give you the rundown of the show so this week we are going to be covering a quick scope that is the quick scope of the industry that solo and i think is interesting for you uh it's you got some big reveals coming up so we'll probably lean in heavily on that coming up towards e3 but other than that there's nothing too crazy in the news world we'll get a little bit actually so we normally have a spot called rumor mill not too many rumors why because all these rumors are all going to be released at e3 so we're going to do an e3 predictions next week followed by e3 coverage so that'll be taking place of rumor mill um (laughs) we're gonna instead of rumor mill do someone get the mans it's aka it's a solo rant someone get their mans <laughs> all right all right someone get, get their they mans. mans in this case it's going to be mr gallagher the chief of the esa with whom i want to have a little push a tea like conversation <laughs> um which where I have to, I, I told Lilo before show, we're going to talk about this. Uh, if you have not heard, you should go listen. Because uh, obviously, you know, we're about rap on this show. And, <laughs> oh my God, did Drake die a very painful death? He he definitely uh, 
it does not it's not a good look for him right now it's not a good look and it's not looking good expect right now, a, it, it is. a comeback though expect definitely definitely some shots fired back in the other direction the real question is how do you come back from that i don't that? know he went real he went real deep <laughs> and like real aggressive so that shit was ugly man that shit was super ugly yeah. and so um if you have a listen, you gotta listen to it if you haven't heard it um you it started with push D's album which i know everyone i know we all don't like kanye but kanye produced the shit out of it mm-hmm. it's called daytona check it out and that's about Isn't it the song, check, check out the push yeah, album. It's, it's good. Push's album had some hints at drake drake responded with duppy freestyle right and then yeah he responded to duppy freestyle and then after duppy freestyle then, came out the story of uh, a dauntis a dauntitis a a ditus a don Adidon. I'm an idiot. The story of Adidon. There you go. And let's just say that um, it was ugly, man. It was ugly. Pushti. <laughs> Pushti responded very viciously. And I don't even, I don't know what happens going forward. Hey, but. It'll be a, something fun to cover, <laughs> I guess, next week when Drake comes out with another yeah. freestyle. So, yeah. Uh, and check out Daytona. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Um, so once Solo goes on his uh, push a T like rant about this, uh, we'll go into our game spotlight. We'll be covering <laughs> one of uh, a game that our editor in chief has linked me and I have agreed is awesome. Finally, on our final lap, which is where we just talk about something we care about, we're, we're actually going to be talking about Pokemon this week and the big reveal that just came out about Pokemon and sort of uh, what went into how we knew about this because we covered this shit weeks and weeks ago, which is pretty legit in our rumor mill. And then Yay. now it's all confirmed. Oh, I gotta get so. a toot. I gotta toot. Yeah, toot our own horn, baby. That's I would toot our own horn because that was pretty legit. We did cover that. It, it's for real. Like what what we're going to do is we're gonna find the episode where we talk about this and clip it and then bring it to you and be like, yo, if you listen to us, you're in the know. And the same way we double down November first. Kingdom Hearts, and we're going to show you that we found that piece of news. Right, that's and, true. And put us on the board. Put us on the board because we get into the rumor and we fucking turn that shit and we come up with the facts. Let's do it. Not the fiction. All right. Cheat, let's cheat. start giving you the facts. So <coughs> let's roll straight into quick scope while Solo dies. Uh, first things first. Slowly but surely. We um. So a couple weeks ago, I actually covered a game that was coming out that was akin to a game on ps4 right now it's called monster hunters we covered that before monster hunters just went crazy viral on uh the ps4 and people were not expected that what people who didn't have a ps4 were hoping for was a similar type game coming out on another system well guess what you got your wish and that is dauntless dauntless beta it has officially launched and is an open beta that started uh, a few days ago on pc and yours truly has hopped on that beta and started playing some slaying some monsters. It's actually fucking sweet. It's got the same art style as uh, Fortnite, I'd say. Cell shaded. I mean, just that whole whole type of atmosphere. And then it's an MMO RPG almost. It's got that feel. So you end up in a town. You're rolling around. You get some quests. You go. You kill some monsters together with a party, and then you come back and make some shit. It's actually pretty legit. But I just want to let you know, Dauntless Beta for those who are into the monster hunting type scene and are looking for the next big thing honestly check it out the closed beta had a hundred thousand people playing it open beta they're expecting eight hundred thousand slots to be filled up right away so it's out here it's check it out be sure to uh you know give us your feedback because i'm currently on there trying to level up see what the game's all about and i'm liking what i'm playing right now liking what i'm playing yeah yeah and uh, it looks really cool i'm gonna check it out um, we're gonna have Lilo play it for you know a couple of days, and he'll come back with a more uh, <laughs> thorough review. Absolutely, Hell yeah. Uh, and next up, on to some far less interesting, but actually extremely interesting news. Um, <laughs> That's weird. How did that happen? Okay, go uh, on. I, I wanted I wanted to say that it was far less interesting to the average listener of this, but it is interesting in a grand scheme aspect okay in that (laughs) french mobile game developer voodoo received a 200 million dollar investment from goldman sachs private equity fund it is a company that creates messaging tools and collects data from players 
by publishing free-to-play games for iOS and Android. It's just interesting to see that level of investment Dude, and valuation coming banks. from a major banks. Dude, banks. Exactly. That's going to be crazy. Yep. Goldman Sachs Private Equity is a very major, uh, <laughs> I would say, arm of investment, but it primarily has never come into gaming. So this is very telling as to the direction gaming is going in. Right, right. So I can agree with that. Start paying attention, ladies and gentlemen, not to just gaming, but the financial. I think this won't be like uh, the only move that we see, I guess. As we move forward, just like we talked about before, <laughs> this is just the start of many things that's going to happen in the gaming world. It's booming. It's a billion dollar, several billion dollar industry, and it's only going to get bigger. So be prepared. All right. Moving on to investments. Um, Microsoft <laughs> is investing in their uh, IP. And it's funny because I say that uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is getting its first um, I guess you'd say it's update that's actually a really really big update it's called the hungering deep and it's actually coming out on the 29th which is yesterday as you're listening to this so the hungering deep is entirely free and it's going to add a slew of new permanent features to the rare pirates simulation this includes drums flags speaking trumpets and tattoos and will be introduced by a special time limited campaign so the campaign is going to run until they come out with their next big update but that's you know it's neither here nor there this comes from an article on pc games written by uh, a richard scott jones either way the, you can check out a trailer of the hungering deep and for anyone who has the game just you're gonna get it so it's it's free it's part of the package it's releasing and the goal is that you're gonna have some new quests and things like that other than some new emotes and some new skins cosmetics but this quest is gonna sort of tell a mini story and you're gonna get to do some shit you have to sacrifice some people not people but sacrifice some things to summon some other things to to get other things and i don't want to go into too many details because they do get pretty explicit here in the review but feel free to check it out if you have the game it's pretty cool so see you thieves trying to uh win the hearts and minds of people <laughs> by coming out with some big ass updates exactly which is not gonna work and yeah i don't think so serves as pretty good stark contrast to uh and bears repeating to another story is a bit more on the uh sales and data aspect of it but <clears throat> god of war became the fastest selling ps exclusive of all time it sold almost two million copies in the month pretty ridiculous <laughs> dude two million copies in one month in april in one month and uh, Fortnite obviously made two hundred ninety-six million dollars in the in month. In one month, dude. Yeah, one month. They're on pace. <sighs> they're on pace to make three billion dollars this year. And actually, I'm gonna be getting back into them later in, in a bit, in a very funny way. But anyway, yeah, two hundred ninety-six million dollars in April, including all of their uh, entities across all the and, platforms, right? It's not just it's mm -hmm. not just PC. It's mobile. It's it's console. It's all that stuff. But exactly, dude. Remember but, when it was big news, aka last week, that they dropped a hundred mil into uh, into tournaments and shit. This and is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, it's a drop in the bucket. If we said literally, and I want any person who's listening to this to go back to last week's episode where we said specifically, PUBG made not seven hundred million, eight hundred million. <coughs> Fortnite's going to make a couple of billion, therefore, it's relative, yeah, relatively if nothing. A hundred million dollars is a joke. It's a joke to them, but Jesus, it's a multi-billion-dollar company now. Oh my God! Not to, I'll mention more later. But I gotcha. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move. All on. right. Um. Well, the direct competitor to Fortnite, as everyone knows, or as everyone knows, or as everyone should know, rather, is PUBG Battlegrounds. Player knows Battlegrounds, right? It's developed by Blue Hole. Again, when this bears repeating, but I just want to give you some context, even though you probably already know this. So it's funny to, uh, I guess, 
try to win back the hearts of some of their gamers and fans. PUBG is going into more details about their priorities moving forward as a company and the game fixes that they want to implement to player known battlegrounds. And so the development team posted a lengthy development letter to the player community, highlighting their priorities and fixes, acknowledging that they've fallen short in addressing player complaints about performance. And this is performance across all platforms, not just PC, but console as well. And if you've ever played PUBG on fucking Xbox, you'll know that the dropping out of the plane is the worst experience ever because your frames just drop and you have no idea where you are for like the good first minute or so because shit just doesn't render so uh speaking i guess this is directly from the letter recently we haven't done the best job of communicating about the changes we're making to the game the team wrote uh today we want to change that by talking in depth about the things we're prioritizing so I'm going to run through them real quick. Team is focusing on optimization, both for the game client and the server side. Optimizations that they can make uh, include GPU settings overloads when vehicles are driven. Uh, sometimes when the vehicles drive over several materials <coughs> in the ground in quick succession, it affects the, how the game processes lighting. So that's going to uh, slow down the whole system and you can induce some lag in the system that way. So that's one thing they want to address. On the client side, the character models are going to get optimization so they're going to look prettier. <laughs> Several key animation areas that are currently causing frame drops are going to be fixed, such as vaulting and parachuting, and vehicles rendered at long distances are getting some attention as they look like just big blocks if you look at them in the long distance, which is pretty funny. So um, this is just developers letting the people know that, hey, we're still working on the game. We still want you to appreciate it. You we still want you to know what's going on. Because we know you're going over to Fortnite because Fortnite's just so pretty and fun and, and just a different different game, different game to play. So, Pretty much a better game at this point. Yeah. You can't even argue they're a different game. It's a better game because... The money. One of the questions. Follow the money, man. The next topic I was going to bring up, which was in a interview with MCV, which is the market for computer and video games, the uh, CEO of Fortnite... Uh, talked about how Fortnite could coexist with, or of Epic spoke about how Fortnite app and PUBG could coexist because in games it's not zero sum. Do you believe that? Yeah, no, I, I 100% do. I know we talked about this a little bit behind the scenes, but Fortnite and PUBG are inherently different games to me because they play so differently, right? One is realistic, one is gamified and children-y, essentially cartoony. One is fast-paced, which is Fortnite. The other one is very stealthy, and you have a just... It's a lot more slow, a lot more nuanced. Um, one is more ridiculous and just... Dude, they have Thanos in the fucking game versus just real realism and realistic textures and models and whatnot, so... They play entirely differently, and because of that, I do think they can coexist. It just depends on what you want right now, and it's clear that the public wants something that is cartoony and fun, especially in a situation like this, in a MOBA, not in a MOBA, sorry, in a Battle Royale, <laughs> where you're literally just running around, right? And when you die, it's frustrating. You get upset, and, like, when you get upset, are you going to want to go in a game that's realistic and, like crazy sorry realistic and just serious or are you going to want to go into a game that's more cartoony and fun and i remember reading that's why epic went with the cartoon direction that's that's the reason that why they did what they did is because they know that the players want to be happy when playing a game and that's why they went with that specific direction and hey i think it's paid off so yes they can coexist they're different experiences entirely um but I don't know. Right now, one is clearly winning the battle of coexisting. <laughs> one is dominating the other. Very much agreed. Yeah. And in that spirit, um, I want to mention that <clears throat> the PUBG Corp has filed a lawsuit against Epic Games, alleging that Fortnite plagiarized PUBG. And <laughs> what? Although, <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah. And although talk of it and claiming it is one thing, um, the fact that they actually filed, uh, and this is according to GamesIndustry.biz, uh, an injunction with the Seoul Central District Court uh, in Epic Games Korea in January. And the fact is, it is pretty ridiculous because obviously, you know, Fortnite came, or the Battle Royale mode came following PUBG's success. So it, the game was made to capitalize on the success of Battle Royale. But it also was its own unique take, which you and if you actually listen to the early couple episodes, the pre-Lilo days, uh, it's a topic I talked about, which was um, 
Players Unknown, I forget the guy's name, mm-hmm. uh, talking about how he was all right with it because, and this is what makes it so funny, PUBG is built on the Unreal Engine. <clears throat> if you're a gaming fan, that means Unreal Engine is the programming language that's used to create some video games that you may be familiar with. You know who owns the Unreal Engine, Lilo? Go on. Epic Games. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. So if your game is made, and so Epic, which had, owns the Unreal Engine, licensed it to Blue Hole so they could make PUBG and then use their own fucking Engine to programming like, yeah, language no, gotcha. to make their own game. That's interesting. Is it copying? Yeah. Dude, if I... you want to know what... Yeah, go on, go Honestly, on. I was going to say... Steve Jobs got <laughs> Steve Steve Jobs copied Intel. Um, Bill Gates copied Steve Jobs, like to a small degree. They both copied degree. Xerox and they stole the, Xerox, the GUI. Excuse me, not Intel. Yeah, Xerox, like Xerox is what I yeah, meant yeah. with Steve Jobs. <laughs> um, and so. And so, like, they stole it, and then they got... That's Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be a fine, and it's a slap on the wrist to these guys that have so much fucking yeah, money anyway. They're going to so. get fined, like, $100 million. Just, <laughs> just like, it's just a drop in the can, bucket. And you know what they're going to do with that? And they're going to write it off by donating another 100 so they just break even. So dumb. Business. There you go. Business. 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 <laughs> All right. So, uh... Moving on. A, oh no, they cannot coexist. <laughs> Apparently, they don't uh, want to coexist. Of course, one wants to dominate the market. PUBG doesn't want to. Right. It's easy for the big guys to be like, "Let's live together." Yeah, yeah. I hear you. They're eating. <laughs> All right, eat or be eaten. That's that's this world. This is this uh, world that we live in. Uh, if you want to think about who eats and who is eaten, I think the company Tencent does all the fucking eating. That's for sure. Why? Tencent has. Oh, the- let me get that. Let me get that coin out. Ding, you like it? Ding, there you go. Ding, ding, Tencent ding. is definitely doing all the eating because they're dominating the mobile scene. The mobile scene, sorry, mobile scene, including the MOBA scene. Mobile and MOBA. Yeah, son. so it's yeah. A, it was like a Same pun thing. intended, but. You could. You- you can literally make a mistake in your pronunciation and still hit on <laughs> yeah, what, what they, they own. <laughs> Bro, the, the sun never sets on Tencent. the Tencent Empire. It's insane. So they got a game uh, on your cell phone for for iOS and for Android. It's called Honor of Kings or Arena of Valor, depending on where you are. Honor of Kings is in Asia. Uh, Arena of Valor is in the United States of America. But what it is it's a MOBA it's very much based off of League of Legends and Dota 2 and what they're introducing will not surprise anybody but they're introducing a battle royale mode check it out so it's gonna be 100 players on a massive map the map is 100 times 150 times larger than your standard standard MOBA arena with towns to ransack along the way as the screen shrinks and the, the whole area gets smaller uh, the idea is that you have to be the last player to slay the monster except you can kill other players along the way, so it's very much like a MOBA. That's pretty It's dope. pretty sweet, right? I was thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> I haven't thought about that. That's a good spin on that's it. That's a good idea, especially since you have to do something. So, like, you might have to work together to, with somebody else, but then get the last kill. It's like them. what I said, the ruthless mode in Fortnite, which is, it's duos, but it's free-for-all. Yeah, exactly. So You're going to have to work together and then of- kill somebody. At, at the end of it, once you kill everyone else, you have to one of the you have to kill your teammate. It'd be like it would be like the real Hunger so, Games. It's what they did in exactly, like actual so. Hunger Games. But hit, hit me up and let's stop calling it the Hunger Games. Start referring it to as Battle Royale, Japanese version though. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they're just coming out with this mode. It's called border breakout okay and yeah it's 100 players trying to kill that boss monster like i said so be on the lookout for anyone who has that i have arena valor on my phone right now and i'm waiting for that update because i'm definitely gonna check that shit out too it should be uh pretty sweet look for a lot of other mobas on your mobile phone to incorporate a battle royale move soon why because we know call of duty's doing it we know dota 2's doing it we know other big games are doing it it's just like it is what it is man all right moving on oh shit if you just heard a hit it's because i hit my mic my bad sorry about that but uh i did that last week yeah exactly we get one we get one mulligan we get one all right (laughs) 
Moving on uh, to another story that I want to cover real quick. For any fans of the game Super Hot, I've played that as well, and I've fucking beaten it, and it's awesome. Super Hot is a, an action first-person shooter that is very interesting where as you move... So you move as if you're in the matrix, okay? And as you move, the players get to move. But if you don't move, the other players do not get to move. And when I say the other players, is the AI. And the idea is that it, you're allowed to do a whole bunch of action sequences. So you can shoot guns and you can see the bullets flying past you in real time. You could grab weapons and throw weapons as well to try to uh, win these little action scenarios and these little... Um, there's little battles that you'll have intermittently, but what's cool about it is that the super hot developer, rather director, wants the game to come out on the Switch. And so for anyone who's a fan of the Switch, like myself, expect that super hot, which is on every console except for Switch, to come out on the Switch sometime soon so you can pretend that you're Neo in the Matrix uh, sometime in the future. So that should be pretty sweet. And then... Finishing off this trio that I have, because still uh, wanted to take a little break from talking, I got updates about Battlefield 5 and the fact that apparently there's large controversy over people playing as female characters in Battlefield games because it's never happened before. Guess what? Uh, Battle Dice GM says he doesn't care what you think because female players are here to stay. Really? I mean, if you saw the trailer for Battlefield 5 when it dropped, you'll know that you saw a a cyberpunk style woman who was shooting like an old style World War II rifle. She had a fucking claw metal silver hand and she was running around, jumping through buildings and doing a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, they're going to be in the game. Females are going to be in the game. They're going to be player build characters. They are might even be on the uh, cover art. So for anyone who has a problem with that, grow up, get over it. <coughs> Battlefield and DICE have decided that you're going to incorporate female players and that is... That's just the way Seriously. it's going to be, man. It's just the way it's going to be. Um, if you're offended by that, I don't know what to say to you. Shame on you. Get a hobby. Or, or find something worthwhile to be offended by in this life. Because there's plenty of injustices around and having a female on the cover of a video game right? is not particularly high amongst them. So um, if you disagree at me (laughs) you'll catch the smoke at people at games push her push her push her push her push her it's surgical season oh man that was funny but it was it was just lethal that was lethal um and so what can you do what can you do hubris man you Someone should have given this man a couple of copies of some greek tragedies hubris (laughs) anyway um, following on the theme of Battlefield 5, it's actually ditching season passes and loot boxes, which you'll see the rest of the video game industry take on. And About fucking time. Thank God. About fucking time. Um, it was pretty interesting. They are <clears throat> looking to transition to an online sort of service. It'd be uh, curious to see <clears throat> how they manage it. Um, <laughs> they've already sp- <clears throat> they've already tried to do it with some of their other games. <clears throat> they've already tried to do it with some of their other games. Yeah. Well, Flem, and we'll actually touch on that and how there's an example of that. And also, I don't know, just as a whole, it looks like you know Battlefield is <clears throat> being published by EA. And EA learned from Battlefront 2 not to include loot boxes. The public will not respond in kind, that's for sure. At least not in such a praying mechanism, especially when you had to, like, you couldn't earn credits while playing the arcade version. You had a time limit. Literally, like a cooldown on your fucking phone. Like Hogwarts! A fucking mystery. Jesus Christ. I think the biggest note of all of this is... I'm just going to play that little Yu-Gi-Oh in the background. It's time to do <laughs> Red Dead uh, uh, Battlefield 5 is releasing one week before Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yeah, those those uh those numbers are not going to be looking deal. good. I'll be honest. I don't know. It looks like Black Ops 4 pushed their release forward a whole month to avoid it. You remember what was it Days Gone pushed their their publishing date to I think like January mm-hmm. like 
Oh, no one wants to take on Red Dead. No, that's what I'm saying. I like, would not fuck with her. Battlefield oh, is going to lose. Lose that battle royally. Hey. Hence why we brought up hubris before yeah. getting in here. Oh, goodness. And look at them trying to troll um, <clears throat> troll Call of Duty by going and taking and making a World War II game right after they made a World War II game. I mean, that, that them two, don't get me wrong, Call of Duty and Battlefield, those two franchises have always literally done the same thing back and forth, just a different style. And that's, I don't know, that's what people want. But that's shit. Yeah. It doesn't surprise yeah. me, and it's not like new. They've always followed each other. Cooler around. to see uh, something different for once. I hear you. Having Battlefield do a futuristic, a super futuristic game, not like uh, was it twenty one forty two, but something in space or something like that would be sweet. I don't know. All right, let's move on to other game updates that we got going on. In case they definitely need a space based battle royale type game. It'd be so sweet if you can go in all three dimensions. So exactly. They definitely have not explored it to the depth that it could if fortnite had the jetpack and it was unlimited that'd be cool and then if you could build vertically like sorry on the opposite way vertically it'd yeah. just be crazy cloud cities columbia yes exactly yeah you'd have cloud cities that'd be exactly what it is that'd be yeah. that'd be crazy i know um all right moving on to something that we let you know would happen a few weeks ago but guess what it did happen because we were actually right about this. Uh, FIFA 18 has released its new World Cup update, and it is available on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. The game modes that are Pause. included. That was just a Smash Brother home run for you. Just, <laughs> you know it's automatic when we hit it, yeah. so we have to hit them on them. We got it. We got it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't really a secret, but at the same time, it just released today, so we, we figured you guys would want to be in the know. Download <laughs> size is 5.5 gigs, and... The modes that are included include 2018 FIFA World Cup Russia. Obviously, you have the custom FIFA World Cup tournament mode where you can make a tournament with your friends and people online that can join and you can all play together. You have the FIFA World Cup kickoff, which I'm not entirely sure it, what it is, but I think it's while the World Cup is going on, you'll get real-time updates of the players and the teams as you go along and as they progress. And then there's also the FIFA World Cup Ultimate Team self-explanatory if you play FIFA you can create an ultimate team with all the best players in the world. You can have Messi and Ronaldo on the same team. You could have Neymar and whoever you want on the same team, but like a lot of the cases. Uh, the update also includes new 12 official stadiums that are in Russia. So you got the St. Spirit Stadium, the Sochi Stadium, some Kazan Stadium, Samara, Saransk, Moscow, another one in Moscow. You know, you got a various, a lot of things that are coming in. But if you are a fan of the World Cup, I know I'm going to be watching that shit. Um, that's for sure. I love it. I love. <laughs> when does it start? Soccer. It starts uh, uh, June, I think, 16th, June 17th, June 16th, something like that. So, yeah, be sure to check it out. I... Do you have anything else related to Russia that you want to talk about? Um, no, nah, we don't talk politics. But <laughs> anyway, let's uh, get on to our next story. Um, Speaking of Russia, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, Russian bots, politics. <laughs> Speaking of Russia and politics, bring it um, bringing, bringing it back to the exact space I just said I did not want to bring it to. Just kidding. This is actually how um, a how, how to put this a. Russian bot system is able to falsely download Steam games to be able to take out uh, Steam cards. And so basically, it was a game article over on PC Games N by Ian Bordeaux. And they, it was about how uh, Prismata was an early access deck building RTS developed by Lunark Studios and was recently shot to the top five of Steam's concurrent players. And so. <clears throat> Basically, what ended up happening was that you have to get a certain amount of <laughs> cards, and so it offered as a free-to-play game, but buying it to the early access was $25. However, they ended up doing a free weekend of uh, Steam Invitation, and when that ended up uh, being filled up, they went to trying to put a Google Doc out on Twitter and Reddit saying that whoever wanted a key to the game just request access 
because they were locked out of getting Steam keys. And so the thing is that Steam trading cards usually require you to spend money. So you either have to purchase a paid-for game or in the case of free-to-play games, buy some in-game item via microtransaction. But due to how Steam had made mark or how Steam had marked Prismata's free weekend as a three-day sale at a hundred percent discount, the trading cards were available to everyone who launched the game. That's so and so a smart. bunch of sketchy programs spoofed the playing game to Steam without ever downloading or installing it, and then they would get the actual cards and they then could they would sell, sell out them for, for money. Dude, so oh. smart. People, I can't even like. I know it's bad, but like, you can't be upset. Someone literally waited for this and was like, well, because of the way Steam marks their sales and because of the way the system and the whole bunch of flags and whatever goes on behind in the code, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a sale. I can give you the cards for that sale. That's just so smart. This also relates to how Steam's companies or projects like Steam Spy are important because this type of fraud is going to happen in digital marketplaces oh yeah and you need someone to analyze and keep watch of the data so when you have an anomaly like that (laughs) you're able to get to the bottom of it i'm sure like i mean everything takes time people were probably diagnosing it while it's still going on but like that's just funny as hell (laughs) they're smart man they are smart oh no all right yeah yeah i mean a lot of i mean if you even think about it a lot of outsourcing of pro- programming has to end up going to the Russia Eastern European area anyway you know mm-hmm. they're pretty they're pretty damn good over there at computers uh, I wonder yes yeah, you know it affected not going into politics <coughs> but it you know there might have been might have been some help have been some help by Russia in our elections in all of our elections so you never know they're good with computers because all that shit was done digitally and that's the way the world works now better get used to it alright so speaking of steam and how they're getting boned right now they're getting double boned by uh, Apple and what do I mean by that well we covered a couple weeks back about steam coming out with two new apps for the Apple store and well also for the Android store but it's fine on Android it's not good on iOS why Well, Apple has taken the Steam Link app and announced that they're going to reject it. And the appeal that Valve sent in for the Steam Link app is also rejected. So just to summarize, Steam Link app allows you to connect to your computer or a host device and stream your video games from your computer to your cell phone or tablet or whatever the case is. And then it also allows you to connect some Bluetooth uh, controllers to your phone so that you can play on the go. So it makes, essentially it makes bathroom gaming like that much better because you can play like full-time, real AAA titles on your cell phone without having to worry about processing the power. Much like the, the system Parsec allows you to do cloud computing, that's what you're doing. You're using your own computer as a cloud computer. Well. Steam Link was rejected by Apple, so anyone who has an iPhone cannot experience the same thing that those who have an Android can. And it's just unfortunate because even the appeal was denied, apparently, and this is taken directly from the Apple statement, business conflicts that allegedly not been realized by initial Steam review were noticed upon reflection, and then they essentially retroactively disproved what they already approved, which is crazy. it's unknown whether or not the Steam video app will be similarly affected, but stay tuned. And I'm sure an article will be coming out that we'll be covering about that. But for those who are hoping to play some AAA titles on your fucking iPhone, look again. Sorry, boys. It ain't happening. Sorry, boys and girls. Boys and anybody. It's just, it's just not happening. Seriously. Doesn't that, isn't that crazy? It's just interesting because like Apple has always been known to regulate their iOS just marketplace very, very strictly. And it's just interesting that like, I wonder what they missed about the Steam Link app or rather what the Steam Link app itself has written in its language or in its code or in its capabilities that would affect anything else on the Steam store. Are they afraid? Like, oh my God, people are just going to be playing video games on their phone instead of going to the app store and downloading shit. So like, that's bad for us. Or are they thinking like, oh, they allow microtransactions through the app itself, which goes directly to Valve and doesn't come through the marketplace, which 
is reasonable. I think that that makes sense to me. I'm also just speculating. I, I, I wonder what the business conflicts are for that app. And I wish we had more insight into that. That I agree with. Yeah. All right. Um, finally, closing out quick scope. I just want to talk about how we know gaming is getting bigger and it's uh it's pretty funny oh wait wait uh sorry um well i also meant to say the conflict of interest is that apple's trying to release their own version of what steam link is doing so why beat them to the market by uh, allowing them to release on your own that's platform? what it is that's what it is yeah. these motherfuckers yeah, that. yeah okay and so you remember we touched on this when apple wanted to get into gaming and we talked about how there was I thought they were a selling game a separate by- contraption thing well, what is Steam Link but a separate contraption thing? I mean, Steam Link is like you got your computer already that has Steam on it, and then you could just like connect it to the mobile bit. Same eh, thing. I gotcha. It's kind of like the Apple is TV box or whatever. Exactly, but Stupid. that's it. So like, <clears throat> it's basically Apple TVing into the gaming market, and it doesn't want to allow a competitor to get a foothold. Whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. Google already removed Don't Be Evil. Why should Apple bother? <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, I hear you. Smart move, Apple. Steve Jobs would approve. Yeah, I mean, being vicious. Being vicious, but, I mean, I push, push, push. understand the... Uh... No, but seriously, um, stupid move. What can you do? Hey, you understand. Now I understand the business reasons. It's just, it's just still dumb. It sucks for gamers, but I don't know. Hopefully they'll work out a deal where Valve is like, you get like 10% of the money or some shit like that. We'll see. Agreed. Uh, to counteract those bad feels that you have from Apple being dicks, uh, well, let's go over to the fact that um, video games are getting more exposure for sure to those nerds who... Um, this might not come as news to some people where you can obviously find your favorite content and stream it if you want to, a.k.a. you go on Twitch and you just stream yourself playing. But for those who aren't interested in the video game world, they use certain services on the computer and the world that uh, everyone knows about. Essentially, they use certain providers and companies. I'm running around the topic. Long story short, League of Legends is heading up with ESPN to start a streaming service for the NALCS, and that is going to be coming to you this summer. And I know it might not come as a surprise, or you might not care too much, but understanding the American market and how many people who are into baseball and how many people are into football and how many people are into uh, just soccer, hockey, those people not are not necessarily gamers in a different demographic. By allowing these, the big competitions to be exposed on ESPN, you're getting like, you're getting so many new faces to watch the content. And although it's not like a, what is it? What's it called? It's not a uh, non-exclusive deal. So League of Legends is still gonna be streamed on Twitch, YouTube and an in-game viewer but it's still going to bring in more faces to the league, and I think that's something that everyone should know. It builds off of the record-setting deal that Riot Games made with BamTech, uh, but this is um, this is just big news, I think, and ESPN Plus is going to have more esports, more esports coverage, and actually big events that a lot of people do watch, and it's just another way for gamer fans to conveniently watch something if they want to. So be sure to check it out. Agreed. I think it'll bring up a large new demographic over of sports fans that wouldn't necessarily have been esports consumers. Right. So yeah, I think that's that's the whole idea. It's just like exposure, exposure, exposure. <laughs> it's like us throwing our shit up everywhere. You just need to get get faces. You need to get faces. Seriously. Um, and with that, I've, we've officially closed up Quickscope. That is episode 38's Quickscope. Check it out. And actually, I'm going to roll right into the game Spotlight. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Oh, we got this. Don't worry, we I'm doing it. I'm this. doing it. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Making it happen. All right, all right. So going into the game Spotlight this week because I want to help solo a little bit out here. So we're going to roll into this first, but... What I'm covering for you is the release of Runner 3. In case you're wondering what the hell Runner 3, I bet you you'll understand that it involves running. Okay, this is a game made by developer Choice Provisions, and 
If anyone plays on their cell phone as much as I do, you'll see the App Store, you get a whole bunch of things. It's actually a rhythm platformer, much like the game Geometry Dash, if you've ever played that, or like Rain Man and certain levels in Rain Man, um, as it's a platformer and you're running around and you have to, you're constantly running, you can't do anything. So it's an endless runner platformer that the developers know is created for gameplay and not for story. The game is based on rhythm, okay? So you're going to have sound cues in the background telling you what to do and when to do it. And when I say what to do and when to do it, it means whether to jump, whether to double jump, whether to slide, whether to glide, whether to do this and that. But what's interesting about this game and what you might not know about endless platformers or endless runners, rather, is that you don't control anything about the pace of the character. You only control his movements in the sense that you jump, double jump, slide, glide, like I said. You can't do anything else. You don't control the speed, you control the pace, you don't control where you go because you're just going left to right or vertically. And uh, that's just all you can do. So it's one of those games is very much like Cuphead where you're bound to die a lot because the goal is to make you mess up. The goal is to... Mm. It's like, um, it's just a little, a little puzzle. Like essentially, you got to figure out the timing to get through the level correctly. And there's a lot of things, a lot of twists thrown at you, shit like that. Cuphead has been, was known for being extremely difficult, and I'm sure Solo can tell you that. But the satisfaction you get from playing a game like that and beating it is just unreal because you realize all the hard work you put into it and like you actually got better at it. So, um, the game requires timing jumps and slides as you have no choice of speed or pace, like I said, blah, 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 blah. Game is not made for everyone, but it has that same itch that you get from a game that is addicting, aka that one more go is always in the back of your head. Like, I can do it this time. I can do it this time. Same way me and Solo always drop again in Fortnite, even though we just died without any kills yeah. in Tilted. We're just like, yo, we can do this again. We can do this again. It's cool. Um, no one sees it. <laughs> the art style is cell shaded and it's actually pretty cool because it changes a little bit as you get through the game and as you get into different modes. It goes from like a cell shaded modern style, I guess you'd say, um, semi 3D or like 2.5D game to a side scroller that's 80s themed and much like Cuphead. And I think they stole that kind of from Cuphead and how big of like the retro gaming scene and the retro art style affected the gaming community and catalyzed and got people excited. They brought that into the game too. Um, yeah. The game allows you to play and there are collectibles. And then once you beat a certain level, because there's 30 levels in total, once you beat a level, you can replay it to try to get other modes and go to this gem mode, which requires you to adapt your timing and pacing. Um, as you go through levels, there's only going to be one checkpoint halfway through the level every time. So you're going to be frustrated because <laughs> you'll get like right before the checkpoint and die and have to start from the beginning again. But by then, hopefully it'll be ingrained in your memory of what you did and how to do there. Um, as you progress through levels, the pacing is going to change itself, forcing you to adapt and think about your new timing. But, you know, for every level that's completed, um, you're going to unlock some certain things. You're going to get collectibles. And if you do find this, it's called a hidden VHS collectible. You'll unlock the 80s hard mode that I was talking about. All in all, apparently the game is only five to six hours long without doing all the extra stuff, without all the collectibles, which I think is a... Honestly, a decent amount of time to spend on a game like this that gets you incredibly frustrated. But that being said, I don't know. But the Impossible Game is amazing. So yeah, yeah, Geometry Dash, the Impossible Game is as it was known before. It's the same idea. Like you'll get into a groove once you hear the music, you get into a groove, and you know when the timing's coming up, and you you feel it, and then you get frustrated, you get addicted to it, and it's all you can think <laughs> about. So. Be sure to check out Runner by Choice Provisions, and if you're a fan of frustration, like many of us are, and if you're stubborn as fuck, but enjoy seeing things through, this is the game for you, for sure. Check it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, now on to a little segment um, that is going to be slightly shorter because my voice is... Dying! Sort of bad, but on to one of my favorite songs. Uh, well, I have a better sound clip for this, but we won't let me play it. So for now, <laughs> no, now no, you get what you get. Welcome to who's who's man who's who's man's is this? I'm just gonna stick with that. Um, and the reason I say that is because this was something I have predicted for quite a very long time, and have been a vocal vocal proponent and 
of, of regulation and criticism of the industry with regards to this topic. Uh, Lilo can vouch uh, in his annoyance with me ranting about this all the time and ruining the positive vibe our show aims to offer. But what can I do? If you see super shit in this world, it's important to call that shit. <clears throat> and lo and behold, after a, a nice relaxing weekend, <clears throat> in wanders Entertainment Software Association President Mike Gallagher to say the stupidest shit we have heard. Um, is it this the stupidest? Because I like this. I like where this is going. Yes. Oh, this is the stupidest. So uh, he was speaking at the Nordic Games Conference. And so, wait, wait a second. I was just not hitting them with the proper Hadoukens at the moment, so I had to get back into it. You can't Hadouken without telling us what the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, you'll see, you'll see. I'm, it's like gunshots before you get into things, like, <coughs> which I need to get a good sound set for. But speaking at the Nordic Game Conference, <clears throat> Gallagher defended loot boxes as a business practice that allowed game publishers to react quickly to changing to the changing marketplace. That's not true. Anyway, <clears throat> on top of that being <clears throat> business jargon that didn't really uh, answer anything relative to why loot boxes should be regulated, he then went further and said that <clears throat> recent pushes by governments in Belgium and Netherlands to regulate loot boxes and classify them as gambling, which is something we had uh, spoken about on the show a couple of weeks back, uh, said limits the ability to quote-unquote continuously test new business models which drive creativity and engagement with our audience. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> that has nothing to do with loot boxes. The fuck are you talking about? Oh, we are so talking funny. about whether it's gambling. So boom. You've said a whole lot of shit that doesn't relate to the shit that you are talking about. But politics, baby. Congratulations. <laughs> politics, politics. But guess what? The people like Game Fee team here is not stupid, so we read between the lines, not the actual lines. Anyway, he then said, or no, he was adamant that loot boxes were not gambling because the goods found in them can't be withdrawn as real-world cash, at least not by means of game clients on their own. That makes it even less fucking valuable and even more exploitative that you're putting money into something that you'll never be able to redeem the value of. Right. So it is not even gambling. It's literally a fucking pit. Why are you digging your argument and worse? Like, oh, so all this shit that we don't allow you to buy individually and force you to buy randomly isn't gambling because it doesn't have any value. If you're gambling, you'd actually get something for your money. You have a which, potential to get something for your money. A potential to get something for your money, but you don't. In this case, so I again, how did this guy become the president of the ESA? I'll tell you, because he is the idiot they're willing to put up front of a fucking microphone and say this shit and they're supposed to act like he believes it. Well, people like me have to yell at him while all the companies that make up the gaming industry are behind. Yeah, they're backing the him, man. That's for sure. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a genius. He's a genius. More money for us. Exactly. Come on. So, what, what is he? He is the pinata. That's why they pay him. That's why he says this shit. So, <clears throat> as we mentioned, um, you know, the Dutch Gambling Authority has given pretty strict de an eight-week deadline to make changes or face fined. Uh, they even want to see European wide European Union wide rules issued. Um, however, in contrast to that point, Gallagher pointed that the American ESRB which is the same fucking company that makes up, or the companies that make up the ESA and New Zealand's Gambling Authority, which New Zealand's basically like open world America, to be frankly honest. Like that shit's, they don't have a different policy. They basically just do what we do with an accent. And boom, so wow, the companies that make up the organization I'm representing also, <coughs> also agree on my point. Congratulations, you idiot. Obviously, they agree on your point to the same companies. Lastly, I just want to end this on his statement. Let's, and this is, this is what he said, uh, which he said he believes companies will do the right things and stay away from predatory practices. Let's inform first, continue to self-regulate, which... Oh hey, here's God. that word again, self-regulate. You know what self-regulate means? Nothing, because I'll give you three other words. Conflict of interest, 
I'll give you let me let me count. I'll give you four more words. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and let's just say, oh, continue self-regulate and move ahead that way. It's worked great for us over the last 20 years. I'm sure it did when you guys were forced to by limit technological limitations to have to create a game that was sold, but now that technology has evolved, maybe let's not look at precedent that, again, this guy literally is always using examples that don't fucking matter. They're his not first argument at is all, that, that's for sure. His first argument was that, Lizard, and I'm going to show you show, to the listeners, this is what I mean by he makes no sense. In his first line, it was, it allows us to quickly react quickly to the changing marketplace so if it's a changing marketplace the fuck is the point of doing what's been done over the last 20 years right right, right. inherent argument for allowing loot boxes is that the marketplace changing so we have to change the way that we or you know create economic incentives for the company but when we're talking about regulations what we did for the last 20 years is fine for this new plate it it makes no sense sorry mike gallagher we are not idiots here that's a homer to get you gone and now, <laughs> that's on. all I have for <coughs> whose man is this? You've driven me to the edge on a broken voice, you, you bastard, <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, I'll be but, honest. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That was one of the few ones where I actually like, I was wholeheartedly understanding and behind you, if that makes sense. Instead of like yeah, most yeah. of the time, I just think you're an idiot. But like this time, I was like, yo, that's that's a good point. And this guy's an idiot. This guy is very dumb. He's obviously contradicted himself in within the same. I mean, don't get me wrong. No one's perfect. But like, come on, dude. Like, what you're saying is Bad clearly conflicting. Arguments are easy to break apart. It's just just silly, silly. Surgical summer. <laughs> All right. yeah, push, 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 push. push. <laughs> All right. Man, boat. Let's uh let's close this up. Let's Lambo close this up. with the ice cream. You ready? You ready right. for this? And so um, yeah, I'm, I'm about to hit it. I'm about to hit it, and we're hitting it. All right. Now we're on a final lap, and I guess for this week, with news that just came out and just dropped right before the show, uh, or at least we saw the articles right before the show, we realized that our original final lap wouldn't make sense here. We just want to talk about our reaction and our reaction to the news that. Pokemon is coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. <coughs> what, what? Check it out. Um, if you guys haven't seen that on Twitter, I mean, Solo was the one who linked it to me on Twitter, and I saw... Watch the trailer. It's about a five-minute trailer. It's actually pretty extensive, pretty long, but it shows you some of the features that are going to be on fucking Nintendo Switch, and it is actually fucking sweet. And I say that because you yeah, have... 3D, full 3D Pokemon Go, or rather, full 3D Pokemon. As you're running around, you see your characters. Like it's always been 2.5D, and yes, on Nintendo 3DS, you could see 3D characters. But this is like full cell shaded style. Much, it's almost like they took Niantic's Pokemon Go um, artistic style and ported that over to the actual game itself. And so everything looks beautiful and clean. What's cool is that this game is very much like. Pokemon Go, in the sense that yeah. you can play both of them together. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? You link up your accounts, you catch Pokemon on your cell phone, and then you can play them on. You can like play with them on your Switch. You catch it them on your Switch. Incentivize Pokemon Go. So, say that again. Reincentivize oh, yeah, playing yeah, yeah. Pokemon sure. Go. People still play Pokemon Go. They've been dropping updates. We covered that. I'm about that, to download like, that shit tonight. Exactly right. <laughs> you know that you're yeah, gonna yeah. get Pokemon, so you want to get as many Pokemon as you can out in the real world, and then just play them in your game, which is gonna be sweet. Uh, you can do a whole bunch of cool things. Um, the idea is that you should be able to play Pokemon with just one hand, so you can play with one nunchuck, which is interesting. And I wasn't expecting that. That was one of the few things I took away from the video. You can play with one nunchuck, move around, do everything that you need to do. There's a new catching Pokemon mechanism and it's directly taken from Pokemon Go where you can throw your nunchuck or at least throw it like a, um, a fishing rod and you'll launch a Pokeball and it'll hit the character much like you'll see the reticle closing in, a target closing in on the Pokemon and if it's low and the Pokeball hits it, you get excellent or good or fair or terrible and you just missed other cases. You do that together with another player and that's also the crazier <laughs> thing is that you can fight Pokemon battles with a teammate. You can run around the world with a teammate and they take the <laughs> other freaking Joy-Con and they run around with their own character with you. And then 
excuse me, you guys fight together, you guys catch Pokemon together, you do all this stuff. Whole bunch of reveals, and I don't know. I'm talking a lot about it. Solo, I know you can't talk too much, but how'd you feel when you watched that trailer? And does this make you envious that you don't have a fucking Switch? <laughs> does it make you sad? Mm-hmm. My voice is gone. No, I hear you. Um, I can't. Hey, I'm just looking off of his facial reactions, and oh man, they are plenty right now. I see the eyebrows moving. I see tears coming down his face. <laughs> Granted, he's just crying. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's how. That's how. In I'm crying at the beauty of a, <laughs> a Switch version of Pokemon. Finally, yes, I know. Uh, so Pokemon Go, it's the Infinity Gauntlet, son. Smash coming out. They already got Zelda, Mario. <laughs> they got Metroid coming out. They got Star Fox coming out. You got Nintendo. They're going to do Mario Soccer. Yeah, exactly. You got Mario Tennis Aces coming out, which is going to be one of the funnest sports games in recent memory, for sure. It's going to bring back the vibes of Super Strikers, and I'm sure they're going to come out with Super Strikers. That's for sure. That'd be so... That's the one game that would be, like, epic. Epic on Switch. Aside from every other game that's coming out on Switch, so don't get me wrong. Uh, one of the cool things... and one, Actually, one of the funny things I wanted to bring up was just that Sol and I covered this topic in rumor mill several weeks back and it's interesting because we covered this topic and in the gaming world there are a lot of rumors there's a lot of whistleblowers and there's a lot of people that come out with like oh hidden releases or like these are some of the features that'll be in the game from an unknown source that came from wherever wherever, wherever. but it's just weird to me and also funny to me that you go on these websites like 4chan that are known to be troll websites and you kind of just watch them. Yes, some forums are legitimate and they have wisdom, but it's just literally trolls. It's just like teenage, high school, college age, middle aged, whoever trolls that just link memes to each other and just shitty, shitty memes, shitty things, just whatever. And that's literally where we found the rumor mill for Pokemon Go. It said unidentified source. Yeah. And it's all in that green text with the double brackets coming over the side saying Pokemon Go might have these features. It might be linked up with, um, it might be called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. It might be linked up. You might be able to play with two people. You might be able to go online. You might be able to share Pokemon back and forth between your phone and the Switch. You might be able to um, send gifts to other players in the world. It's going to be 3D based you can do this you can do that and like dude 100 percent, all those rumors that we saw on that fucking website turned out to be 100 factually accurate accurate sorry seriously so who are these people and why do you put them on these shitty ass websites what the fuck um because you can't if you're a major publication you have to substantiate the rumor Ugh. And if you can't substantiate it because you can't get a source on on file you know then it makes sense. That's a it's good point. That's a good point. So we, That's just journalism 101, <laughs> I guess. You have to make sure. Yeah, well, we wade through the shit and make sure what seems to be most realistic. So what's... What, what matches up. We got... What else did we find? Oh, oh, fuck. The potential release date for Kingdom Hearts 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did that. We did, we did a potential release date for Pokemon Switch a couple... Maybe it was like a month or two ago at this point, but we'll be on that shit because a lot of these things, like, if you tell me that Nintendo is making all these big moves and after a huge year one for the Switch, they're saying that, oh, yeah, what if they made a Smash game? Obviously, they're making a Smash game. Right, right. Nintendo knows everyone wants a Smash game. They're going to make a Smash game. Yeah. <laughs> and so now you got a Smash game coming out. Then it's like Pokemon. Well, if they're getting away from the mobile handheld market, or they're getting away from the, the, the handheld why the fuck would you not introduce Pokemon onto the Switch and then link it up with the mobile? Because what is your mobile now? It's the biggest market, man. It's the biggest fucking market. And that's I mean, why. You remember? Yeah. You used to play your handheld <clears throat> and connected to your N64. With your Game Boy, will connect to your 64. Now, instead of wires, those wires connecting your fucking Game Boys <laughs> to each other, you just got Wi-Fi, baby. You just got Wi-Fi sharing that now, shit. And now, yo, you'll see. It's going to happen with Mario Kart. It's going to happen with a lot of other oh, games, yeah. too. And all of Nintendo's IP is going to be shared. That's and for sure. Nintendo's going to start doing shit like <laughs> download the mobile game, get a free skin for the actual game, like that type of mm -hmm. cross-branding marketing shit. Okay, <laughs> what Fortnite's doing right now and all that shit. You sign we in on Twitch. We just know the rumors from, rumors from the actual substance in there because... You know our shit, bro. That's why you gotta listen to us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I'm freaking out On as a fan. 
Dude, solo. You dying. You dying. Mm. Hopefully this next week uh, you get some time to recover. But I'm just saying, yeah, still fanboying out. Still really excited about that trailer reveal. I think we're going to see more details about that shit at E3 coming up. Nintendo's got their own expo. Not their own expo, rather. Uh, Nintendo's got their own panel that they're going to be speaking at and their own show. So be sure to look out for more details coming at you about what you can actually do in Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu, Pokemon, let's go Eevee. Um, Okay, actually, real talk before we end up the final lap, yo. Who would you pick, Eevee or Pikachu? Is that a question? Okay, I mean, I'm glad. I'm going to pick Pikachu too, so I'm just saying. Eevee, you got like four evolves. Like Pikachu, you got nothing. So, I don't know. Also, um, shout out. Unofficial endorsement time, Uniqlo, <laughs> linen shirts. <laughs> it's fucking hot out in these streets, for real. Dude, like on the East Coast, it, maybe on the West hot. Coast, it's, it's kind of cold out here, to be honest. Oh, shit. It's well, like 65. Obviously, that's how it works. That's how it works out. You know? <laughs> it's just different. It's, it's just obviously different you get hot in the East Coast and cold in the West Coast. Like. Stupid. Stupid weather. <laughs> Global warming. Yep, yep. Yo, Uniqlo, check out the memorabilia we got, the swag. If you, Uniqlo, if you tweet send us, us swag. Well, I was going to say, if people in the world tweeted us at our, um, you know, on our names, at, at PLG, all that stuff, and tweet at Uniqlo, linking us, we'll get you some swag, okay? Don't want to make false Yo, promises, but up. I know that's in the in the works here, so. So Hold good. On. We're, we're going we're gonna to pull one of these, how many... How many uh, retweets things? So I'm going to message them. <laughs> How many yeah. retweets to get an endorsement? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Should should we hit them up from each of our individual accounts too? Just be like, yo, how many retweets? Yeah. All three of us? Just like, what the fuck? Back, so you just know that every unofficial product endorsement is going to be a different Unicol product until they run <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Back, that's it. It's a wrap. And then so. like... In the background, above our heads, when we start streaming this shit, we're just gonna have like Uniqlo <laughs> <Seriously>. everywhere, <laughs> like it'll be Seriously. green screen Uniqlo, like, like wow. all that shit flying around. Can you? you know what I was just thinking about today, Lilo. How comfortable are Uniqlo cotton t-shirts? <laughs> oh God! All right, <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. In, in a more serious way, um, this does remind me. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Yep, yep, yep. Anchor. Start Stitcher, on SoundCloud, Twitter. just like leave us plug, some comments. Plug, plug. Yo, let's go. We want to hear your voice. We want you to. Uh, we want to know that we appreciate you. We want your opinions, and especially Seriously. since we want you to be part of the show in the future. So we need some people to hit us up. Feel free to. Please. <clears throat> and with that, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. I'll be back to not sick next week, and we'll get the banter back. Back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. And shout out to LeBron James for Carrying one of the most ridiculous the team on most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. Anyway, <clears throat> and last but not least, rest in peace to Drake. <laughs> push it, push it. Alright. Push push it. Talk to you guys later. See you next week.